Explore your thoughts. Learn what you think you already know. We're taking you on a journey to the other side. Welcome again, everyone, to another edition of The Other Side. This is our election season 2023, and as promised, I'm, I will have on all of the uh, potential of all of the candidates, uh, a potential elected official, both current and um, the contenders. So today with me for the second edition of the election, I have with me Mr. Travis Franks. He is the former... Uh, mayor of Hesmer, and uh, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let him talk about himself. Uh, Mr. Franks, first of all, thank you so much for coming out and joining the program. It's a, it's a great opportunity to get your message out to your constituents. Uh, if you would, if you could just tell us a little bit about, about yourself, a little bit of background, you know, who is Travis Franks and, and um, why should people want to vote for you? Right. Well, again, thank you, Lance. I appreciate the opportunity uh, to meet with you today. Um, I, I am Travis Franks. Um, I reside in the, in the town of Hesmer, uh, married to my wife, Jennifer, of 23 years with three children from the ages of 17 to 23, Ashton, Jalen, and Dylan. And uh, I, I attended Hesmer, graduated in Bunky, uh, have an associate's degree in information technology, uh, background was politically as mayor of Hesmer from 2013 to 2021. Currently today, I'm the Republican Central Committee member for District 28, which in, in, entails and encompasses all of Avalos Parish. Uh, and, and today I currently own my private, my per, main job is Conterra Broadband and uh, manage a, a, a tremendous amount of revenue and uh, want to serve the people of District 2 within my area. Um, and I wanted to say also, I, I live in the town of Hesmer, but I did grow up down, uh, in the Beldo area. So the, those two encompass a lot of district two. So Travis, you thought you mentioned your career with, um, uh, Conterra, is it? Yes, sir. So, uh, what qualifications, uh, with your background there, what can you bring from there to the position of police jury member? Great question. So, you know, from the two to year 2003 uh, till present, uh, our, our company was currently Detail Wireless, and uh, that did transition in around 2015 to Conterra Broadband. Uh, my job functions have been a lot of project management, but mainly of sales. Sales generating from uh, grants, uh, writing RFPs, having those grants associated with the school districts and libraries over the years. Um, through a federal program that, that they receive. Uh, but what it does bring, though, Lance, is basically on writing these things, it's given me a lot of business experience. A lot of business experience that you have to be very exact. Exact on your numbers, costing, true numbers of costing to your company, which then relates to a revenue or uh, to a cost that comes down to the customer. You do not have a second chance in what we do as far as sales wise when it comes to a proposal it has to be on point your responses have to be very specific and exactly what the customer acts of you uh lance i feel in evolves parish we need more business oriented people to hold the seats of the police jury if we want to move forward 
I think that people should vote on a on a, a elected official for their experience, not just because of who they know or who their cousin might be. We need them to be qualified for the position, and I believe that's who the voters should choose. And I believe in District 2, I'm definitely the most qualified that can then serve both on a business aspect and then taking in my my uh, elected position I had before as mayor, knowing about the Louisiana Budgetary Acts, about just uh, government law in general, uh, which, which is, again, is within a village. Uh, I am not saying right now, running for the position, that I know all of the you know, laws and, and, and rules. There, there's a lot of things that might comply with the, the police jury that I don't know yet, but I can promise you in just a short amount of time, I will learn and know why and how we can move forward with the Vols Parish, with the laws and compliances that are governed uh, through the police jury. Right. It's like another one of my guests had. He said, um, when you're running for, for office, they don't give you a handbook that says uh, this, this and this is everything you need to know. This is how it works. There's a lot you can deal with, but there's some it's almost just on the job training going not to say on the job training, but there's so many aspects to it. You know, there's something you can only learn as you get into the position and then figure it out, you know, and put the projections on there. Um, and there's a lot dealing with the police jury you know it's not just you know covering a pothole and everything you know you're talking about financial there's a lot of it's not necessarily money up front there's a lot of projections projecting revenue and then you have population you know you, uh, you know tax revenue so these figures are always changing so you almost have to get it down perfect to what the projections are you know in that business oriented uh, mindset so uh travis so why why are you choosing now to run? I'm choosing now to run. Uh, there's just been a, the last couple of years, Lance. To be honest, I uh, I keep up. Obviously, being in in politics before serving for the town of Hesmer, uh, just uh, frustrated. Um, I find that we can do better in our government. Um, the lack of transparency, I think, is a huge problem. Um, people that are in office today for their own reasons and not really for their constituents. And then I'll say lastly, Lance, um, we need to push and we always need to be pro-democracy. What we've had going on the last couple of years, I just don't find it's been there. I want to get in and I want to serve the people of District 2 and, and be there in the area so that me, we might accomplish the goals that we set forward in the next four years. Right. So you're running in District 2. You're running against Kirby Roy. He's the incumbent. Um, you know, without making it a, a muddy, you know, a political campaign, is there anything in particular that you can say where you would do better or something that maybe was not handled correctly, which maybe made you choose to run? Is there anything in particular? There, there are. There, there's two strong, two things that we really need to talk about is um, we talked a little bit about business of what I did before and making sure that your numbers, projections, and what you put on paper in doing that job entails. Uh, the garbage tax that we had in that scenario uh, a year ago, I'm not sure exactly on the timeline. Um, yeah, re yeah really it was last year. It was last year. It really disappointed me. It disappointed me in the numbers not being correct 
not all of this not all of the story was there and especially with learning of a surplus uh that was there already in, within this garbage tax um in that within that fund um i just felt like that was a real important thing for us to know as taxpayers but the um the message was very bold it was uh demanding in in a lot of aspects and that information that was withhold from us i feel is really unfair to taxpayers and again it's democracy but more on transparency every politician tries to use the word transparency and it's so easy to say the word but actually do it and in this case it was not needed once again and i can just tell the voters of district two and across of all's parish when some tax that somebody feels might be needed I will take my own money and I will have my own accounting firm to be reviewing this along with me. And I will not trust anyone else. Police jury, whatever it might be, I'm going to make sure that the people know from District 2 that these numbers are accurate. And I'm not going to go and just go alone. And Lance, I'll say, you said the incumbent. There's nine police jurymen that are on the police jury. And I did not hear anyone come out and... Um, go against those numbers that were released were released from Kirby Roy, our parish president today. Right. Uh, so what Travis, uh, what he's talking about, for those of you that aren't, that hadn't been following, we had a uh, garbage tax proposal last year in 2022. And um, it was said that we needed the tax and everything. I had interviewed Kirby about it and uh, he gave his side. He broke some numbers down, but just before election, it was a representative Daryl Dizitel. He had come out with some other numbers indicating that we did not need that. Um, like you said, there's a surplus actually of, of money and everything. And uh, that's kind of where we're at now. The tax didn't pass. We have our garbage, but we'll, um, like I said, this podcast is the other side podcast. We'll try to get both sides. We actually will be having Kirby on and we're going to ask him about all that as well. And uh, he'll conclude the, the the three candidates of District 2. Then we'll start releasing the video. So if you're watching this now, uh, I guess tomorrow night, we'll be uh, releasing Kirby Roy's interview. Which leads us to my next question. What about term limits? What are your thoughts on that? I, on, on the back of my court, as people might follow me again on my Facebook, that's Travis Franks uh, of All Players Police Jury District 2. Uh, on my visions, the first one I have on there is term limits for politicians. Um, Lance, I find that if the president of the United States, our governor, our state representative local, our senator local, we have age limits on our judges, why doesn't everyone else have term limits? Um, I feel, in my opinion, you get elected and do the job four years at a time. If you do a good enough job, run for re-election again, maybe you're not unopposed, but in my humble opinion, I think that you should not have, seek, have the same office for 12 years. I, I think that three terms is plenty. Um, in some cases, like governor or, or president, they go for eight years, but I'm just being a little, little more open and I would say a maximum of 12 years. And then again, uh, if someone is that good in politics and serving the public, uh, they can go and seek another office or wait and run again. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Like you said, if you um, you can always expand your political aspects and go on to something else. There's plenty of even local positions, you know, from school board. You know, there's, um, you know, representative. You can. There's, you know, a lot of things you can do. I I did uh, mayor again from 13 to uh, to the end of 2020, uh, and and I, I left that position. I had a my father was ill, but um, I left it there and really tried as hard as we could in that time. Um, started off with not much revenue, ended up with over $400,000 of money in the bank, zero debt. And our new administration that came in with the mayor and council, chief of police and water department, sewer department are doing a good job today. So it just proves that, you know, you do as best as you can for the time that you have in a public position and it's okay to move on there's nothing wrong with it but when people find themselves in positions where no one else wants to run against them they might feel like people like them on the contrary just and in district two we we have that same scenario but uh, i'm running today and i hope that the people of district two can um can vote for me for my qualifications and uh, like the saying goes if you can just always leave it better than you found it you know when you yes, when you sir. move on so um overall how would you rate the parish let's say a through f on as far as um the um you know road conditions um financially you know bridges wh where would you rate it you you travel a lot obviously around the parish you see things so what would you rate currently the overall parish condition Mm, see, I'm coming up with a grade, but you know, I I, I would say that um, let me give it a, you know around a, a, a C, and I'd say a C for number one. The 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 people of Avalos Parish are hardworking, Lance. They're very committed, and they really everyone in Avalos Parish wants what's best. We live amongst each other. We need to strive to help each other, but when it comes down the to, to the police jury itself of why, what I'm running for. We need to, again, and why am I running? First of all, I have a family. My three kids, like everybody else, my kids, like I said, were from 17 to 23. They're seeking further education. I want my kids to live in this parish. I want my grandkids to live in this parish. I want the quality of life to where they come and there's business opportunities, whether to join a business whether to open a business, existing, whichever it might be. But I want that quality of life to be there to where they're close to me. And again, not so many of our children that are leaving for bigger cities because they're just more opportunity. Pro-business. I believe on pro-business is that we need to make sure as a police jury that every business that comes here, that we help them. We don't first and foremost look for the biggest amount of permit cost that we could come up with. I hear that a whole bunch. And what we need to do is support and making sure that that business can open. When that business opens and that person or that family is taking that chance in Evolves Parish, we support them. The first employee that they hire, that employee is going to receive that paycheck. Then that employee, that business we helped, that employee is going to spend money in our parish. Lance, that's what I call the true meeting of tax base. 
not taxing the same working people of Avoyles over and over again. And the third thing is pro-democracy. I find that they've had a lot of people in office that have been there for a, a really long time. Some that do more than others, but I find there's been a lot of complacement in their positions. And I, I think it relates to the term limits, but also uh, with home rule charter that, that we have 3000 voters that, and we may talk about it later, but again, this is a democracy. And in District 2, please elect me because I will be pro-democracy. It is not my job to say what is right and what is wrong. If the people of Avalos follow the laws, open petitions, do those things, they have the right to be heard and let the people of Avalos voice their, give their vote. And that's how their voice will be heard. Well, Travis, that makes a great segue to uh, let's stay on home rule charter. Okay. Let's talk about that right now. So first off, um, I'm, I'm assuming you're you're supporting the Home Rule Charter. I understand now the charter itself it has not been written, but speaking about pro-democracy, right. which what it's really all about is just to put it on the ballot to let the voters decide if we even want to explore that avenue. Is that correct? Yes, so um, currently there's a little bit of, uh, I guess, turmoil or controversy. The, the current police jury is trying to, fight it i guess or block it can you talk a little bit about that or how yeah, fighting it with you your tax dollars yep they they have been so you know lance we sit here today in this podcast and we talk and we say home rule charter what is home rule charter it's a charter that's written for us a different form of government than we currently have today to my knowledge and the information i've received from different people there's 26 home rule charters in louisiana I can only imagine out of the 26 lands, every one of them are different. None of them are the same. So for you and I today to deliberate whether I'm for home rule charter and you're against it, how could we really have the argument? We don't know what the charter is. We don't know if the charter would be good or bad for Avoyles Parish. But Lance, it's not just up to me and you. If, the, if people that have this movement, that I think it's we the people, that have a movement and they get 3,000 people to sign a signature in 60 days, Lance. Shouldn't those people have their right to be heard? And also, it was also registered and it was validated by the registrar of voters. My position is this. I don't know if I'm a vote yes or no on home rule charter. I don't know what the charter is. I haven't read anything. But to the voters, those 3,000 people, you darn right, I'm a vote yes if elected in the police jury. And that can go for any other petition that happens in the next four years. If I'm elected, I will vote every time for the people's voice. Once again, Travis Franks, pro-democracy. Right, Travis. And um, and as I, I had explained, uh, if you're watching this podcast, this will be on the podcast released previously that uh, I kind of talked a little bit about it, how... Um, at the end of the day, we can still end up back with the police jury if we if that's what we choose. We can vote that down. You know, whenever we go to elect the delegates that are going to write the charter, we can not vote for particular people that we think could be, you know, detrimental to writing it. So once we do elect them, then it goes on to another vote of the charter that they that they uh, wrote to see if we want that or not. At the end of the day, 
the petition wasn't about doing away with the police jury. It's just, as of right now, it's just an avenue for the people to vote if they, it's, it's an exploration to see if we are wanting to explore another form of government in our parish. Yes, sir. Elect a commission to write a charter in order for the people of Avoyles to vote on. But Lance, let me be clear. I'm running for police jury. That is our current form of government. And I want to get elected to represent District 2. If the people of Avoyles vote in any way to change that, I will respect it 100%. But until then, Lance, I'm going to keep doing my job. And that's going to be to, to represent the people of District 2 and not go in Marksville and uh, go and see the different organizations that are there. Right. There's a lot of needs in District 2, and the people are are aggravated. It's time that we get down to business. And if elected, I will be in my district. That I can promise the people. Right, and that's a great point. Before we put the heart, the court in front of the horse, you're, right now you're currently running for police jury district two. Yes, you're sir. not running for some kind of uh, charter commission or whatever it is. There's nothing that's even been written yet to know what even how it would be orchestrated. Right. So, what, what do you have? Let's say anything in particular. Of course, we'll talk about financial. You know, uh, you have great background in that. Obviously, uh, is there anything in particular that you say? That you're more focused on like uh i'm focused on doing you know better you know bridges or or more of this or is it, or is it just kind of an overall consensus you just think you could do a better job in that position? yeah you know there, there's a couple of things to start off with lance i'll say with my experience as mayor in hesmer before getting in had no idea as to what the finances what the um, laws, guidances, rules of regulations, again, the, the village of Hesmer was governed upon the Larson Act. The police jury is totally different. So I can say in, in a lot of ways, you have to be in there before you really can know how you're allowed to operate. What are those laws? What are those rules and regulations to each separate fund that's within the whole police jury's $17 million of revenue that they receive in? Last year, they had $16.5 million of expenditures. I uh, made up a little pie graph on Facebook, and then it basically shows the people just, I put it together just as myself on just a, a real high level, understanding first and foremost, how much money does the police jury get in one year? I heard six, I heard 11. Of last year's audited budget of uh, audits, it's 17 million, a little over 17 million dollars, and the expenditures were 16 and a half. So now I know that number. Now it doesn't tell me a lot, but what it does is we also break it down into separate segments. And if elected, I'm going to get more in depth with that as we go on as to 10 million dollars of that is labeled in public works, which is the huge amount, and obviously that would be the focus that I would get into in seeing what this amount is how much of it really they're using on roads, bridges, and, and different things that are mandated. We know that they have taxes. There's a garbage tax. There's a library tax. There's different millages. So again, those those funds, again, have to uh, be only used for that. And I can tell the people of Avoyles, they will be used only for those reasons. I hear a lot of talk of, of, of slush funds, and I am not, not in any way uh, a fan of that. And I will make sure with my business background and some finance that we can make sure this can happen and make sure that we are transparent to the people. Right. So we just had the uh, pie chart up for the uh, viewers to see 
and will you be able to be willing to release a new pie chart one if you get elected and you look at all the numbers and you're you're instrumental in reappropriating to the you know facilitate it in the the right areas would you be able be willing to recreate a pie chart and just kind of i guess being transparent with the constituents and showing okay this what we were doing but now we're reappropriating for this project and this project right I, lance i find no reason it is your job to give the people the true facts both in finance and what work here is being done and what work you think needs to be done in the future i think across the board we need to be open with our voters and finance is the first thing we hear a lot of excuses of we have no money well we have no money but yet last year we learned about surpluses didn't we that word came up didn't it and then we hear and look in the audit just from last year of overpaying some employees by a hundred and thirty thousand dollars but the incumbent in my district says you know there's no there's not an extra dollar the budget and the finances are squeaky clean there's some work to be done there and lance i commend the people who have held public office i'm not against them whether the incumbent of kirby that i'm running against or others it's a very tough job it takes a lot of heart and some real strong guts um but i want to get in there and i think it's just time that we have that change for those new visions another angle to look at things to where we can grow balls parish so travis in a way the police jury as a police jury member it is a sort of a part-time job because you meet once a month, but it, in, in reality, it's really a full-time job because you, uh, and you have a full-time job, but then you have this as well. That's going to be another, you know, monkey on your back. Um, so as far as an open door policy, someone that has an issue where you have that public knowledge to your constituents where they can call you hey i have a drainage problem or this whatever the issue you would have an open door policy for your constituents i did it for eight years as mayor of hesper people pulled up at my house they called me on the phone they stopped on my office in hesper and i'm going to do the same exact thing for them I'm not going to hide in marksville at the courthouse i'm going to be in district two where i reside and where i work and that's going to be hopefully if elected, I can work for the police jury for the people and also continue to work my full-time job. I'm still middle-aged. I know I have a lot of white hair, but I, I, I still have to work a few years with kids in college. So, uh, yes, I do. But a uh, few other things I want to talk on, Lance, if you sure. wouldn't mind, yeah. a few bullet points. Um, I want to make sure, Lance, that we can streamline the permit process. And that's easy to say when you're running for office. But where am I getting at with that? I take the approach of is I want to go and sit back and I want to visit. I have a lot of school districts in my my full time job of uh, of you know working in Evangeline, St. Landry, Rapids, Point Capee, and doing the internet for the schools and such forth. I want to go stop by and meet up with those police jury and those parish governments um, and meet up with them and see and build a flow chart. Build a flow chart on how their processes go from the start of when either you or I go to get a permit. That how do they pull it off by going to one location rather than two 
and three and back and forth. Create create those flow charts of three to four different parishes. Come back to Evolve's parish. Create what we're doing now in our flow chart and see if we can make any improvements. Um, to you know, to to the contractors and to the engineers, Lance, they already know that they already know the procedures, right? That that's their full time job. But 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 for the poor guy and woman that are working that want to go do a small addition onto their shed or their house, and they go and the permit process is daunting. The people complain about it a whole lot. I know that there's a lot of rules and compliance that are there, so I'm not just saying you can change everything, you know, with the snap of a finger. But it's something that I am going to look at very hard, and I want to see changed. My last comment about streamlining on the permit process. All parish employees that work in Avoyles work for the people. And they are gonna they are gonna carry themselves with respect and dignity and treat each taxpayer and every person that comes into that courthouse or a permit office or wherever you might work for in the police jury. I have over 200 bosses. They're actually customers, and I have to treat them with the utmost respect, and the customer is always right. And that I will be making sure of also because th there's been a lot of complaints about that as I've been uh, campaigning for the last month with probably over 400 homes that I've been to so far in this, uh, in this intense heat. If we can uh, step back on, that, on the permits just for a minute, um, I don't know to what degree you can speak of it or whatever, but... Um, so the permit process, we don't have a full-time inspector. We actually outsource our inspectors from, it's from Rapids Parish, but I forgot the division that it's actually, they work for, uh, uh, I think it's the Rapids Parish Planning Commission or something like that. So it's, it's inspectors that come from out of parish, and I think they're in charge of a few parishes. It seems to me that hiring someone you know, it's sort of taking the money out of the parish and giving it somewhere else. You know, is that an avenue maybe to look into, maybe hiring our own inspector, our own team of inspectors, or kind of keep the parish locally, you know? Uh, Lance, is a very good point that you bring up. Uh, I have it on, on my list is, yes. In Evolves Parish, I said earlier about the great people that we have, we can we can get certified and we can have our inspectors. Lance, I do not have the knowledge base to know if there's some kind of compliance or law, but I can't imagine there's a law that says that a Vols Parish has to use a company out of Rapids. Right. Our own people help our own people. Mm -hmm. And for them, I don't know the amount of money right now that we spend on those inspectors. But when we want to talk about creating jobs, Lance, I can only imagine it can give three or four people a pretty good salary in this parish. Right. And why don't we focus on that? I don't know. But it will be something that, again, I will be getting into and then trying to help on those compliances or certifications. When I was in Hesmer, we, I, I, I pulled on, brought in two new guys, and we got them fully water certified. Smart guys, hardworking guys. And, and and then then a clerk that was got certified and that lady did the people are there in of all's lance we can find them why not utilize them but yet those three or four people that could be our inspectors they're probably traveling to 
all the way to Rapides Parish. Again, going spend money in another parish and not being employed here, which being employed and spending money in a volume's glance is true tax base. Right. It, you would keep the money localized, you know, so you'd be adding a position. Yes, sir. There'd be taxpayers and, and therefore the, you know, circulatory circulation of uh, flow of funds, you know, just return it, money staying here. What happens is they're, they're in charge, to my understanding, I think it's four or five parishes. So there's a lot of contractors that are trying to plan. So right now we're in a, a major drought, but a lot of times when the weather is, you know, not as hot and uh, dry, you have to deal with rain and, and the weather to try to get it inspected to pour your, your, your concrete, your slab. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it's a conflict to try to schedule an inspector because they're not in our area today. They're in Grant Parish or something. And um, to me, it just seemed like if we had more of a local base inspectors, it could be more of a one on one and they would all kind of know each other and help each other out, you know, and, and kind of pro help prioritize one parish versus four or five parishes because the, ultimately all of the contracts are trying to do the same thing across five parishes pour their slab before the storm comes in you know seemed like it'd be a little bit um uh, economical and just make a little bit more sense having our own inspectors here i agree with you so uh travis do you have a number assigned to you yet for yes the ballot? my number is 60 60 okay yes, sir um also is there anything else that you would like to add to um you know, talk to your potential constituents, to your voters. Well, well, before we get to that, actually, can you explain exactly what District 2 encompasses? Sure. You're talking about boundary aspect. Boundary, yes. yes. So uh, District 2 uh, that they that came out with, you know, I did learn, you know, after each census that, that comes out every 10 years, they redraw the line. That's and right. so yep. the police juries redid them. And uh, now their districts, rather than the ward system we had before, uh, whether population demographics, I'm not really sure exactly right. why. We, we actually lost 2,000 from the 2020 census to the 2010. It was from 42,000 to the entire of Oz Parish. Yeah. Uh, I think we're down to 40,000. I don't understand that, too. It right. seems to me that we're a lot more populated than what we were in 2010. Right. But yeah, yeah it seems we'll be like out it. the forms. I don't know. I did them at my <laughs> house. It's all I can say. Yeah. Um, but um, it, it, it basically runs from... It is the Fifth Ward Island from Highway 1 South. It runs down 1194 on the east side. It's basically the Fifth Ward Island and actually turns east, goes towards Marksville, sort of on the low California road, we mm -hmm. call, and then again hits the uh, Marksville-Hesmer Highway mm -hmm. at kind of the Choctaw Bridge and comes south. To the east and west of the highway of from Marksville coming to Hesmer, the Lodge area, and also on the west side of the, the highway coming down the Hesmer, uh, all of the little corner uh, drive area, all of 1188, the Beldo area, also the Bunky Shortcut, Highway 3041 on the north side of 3041, and then it, it turns back around and comes up to the city limits of Hesmer. So uh, it's basically the city limits of Hesmer, Highway 3041, 1188, the Beldo area, Highway 114, the Beldo, what we call Beldo, Katie store, mm -hmm. country store, and it stops again at the cannon, the old cannon plant at the Choctaw Bridge on the Beldo side. So, 
Right. So down eleven ninety four, but it's not really a square by any means. Right. Yeah. No, a square or a circle. There's all kinds of weird boundaries that how they do it. So like eleven ninety four, when you're heading south, going toward the island, um, it it, it's everything on the on the left. Is right. District and then, two, then when on you the get west, it on the west side is District One. But when you get to Eli Dozaro, doesn't that's it, where it opens? Then it opens up, up to everything, and towards, it's all District Two yes. there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's correct. All right, now Travis, if there's anything else that you would like to add, to why should you people vote for you? Anything we left out? Any final thoughts? So yeah, Lance, you know a couple more things. I, I hope that people will listen to this. You know, um, I want to streamline the permit process we talked about. I want to allow the public to vote on issues, whether it's home rule charter, whether it's anything that might be. If those people abide by the law and get 10% of the voters, I'm going to vote yes for them to see to see it through. Um, unneeded taxes. The garbage tax we'll talk about should not have happened. And that is one thing that's really pushed me to run to date and home rule charter, but it was more on democracy, like I told you about. Pro-business, pro-democracy. Uh, I want transparency, too, even in the court, in, in the police jury meetings. I want to see us put up cameras, and I want the people of Avoyles to see how is the person they voted in, how do they carry themselves? How well are they spoken? Are they professional? Or just they holler or, or yell when they don't get their, their, their way. There's a lot of that that goes on the day. And, and, and it really, there's no need for that. We're there to try to think and serve our public, our parish, the best of our abilities. And, and there's no need for that. And I think that professionalism needs to be first and foremost. Um, I want to have a plan in District 2. Systematic plan that we come up with roads drainage litter cleaning the roadways of limbs and trees and such forth that are there and over the next year to two i want to come up with a plan that's going to be presented in front of district two so that they can they can spread their vote as to if they want to live at what we have today or do we want to work on tomorrow i'm ready to work on tomorrow and I, I will, you, if elected, I will use my experiences that I've had in the last 25 years of business and work to come up with a plan, just like I do each and every day on my full-time job. Present a plan, have factual information, no misleading numbers, and that also gives a schedule of events of how we will then carry out that plan. But that plan is going to come up for between us. I am not a dictator. I'm going to go in this plan. I want to come with our roads. I want to meet up in Fifth Ward, Beldo, and Hesmer. And I want the people to give me their voice. Tell me what they think about my first draft of a plan to come up with the roads and our drainage. If we come together, then everyone feels like they're part of the solution, not just one person trying to dictate down to them. And I will never do that for the district of district two. Um, I humbly ask people to vote for me. Um, it's time for a change. It's been time for a change. Um, I'm going door to door, Lance. Uh, I'm probably 70, 75% done and I will not stop. You asked me earlier, I have an open door policy. My Facebook page is, uh, my personal is Travis Franks 
And my political page again is for District 2, which has all of my contact information, email addresses. Um, I feel, Lance, that people need to vote for me because I'm the most qualified candidate for District 2. So thank you for having me. Travis, I thank you very much for coming on the program and uh, to let democracy, you know, ring through. It's time, So Lance. they can hear your side and everyone's side. And that's what this is all about. It's an unbiased podcast just for the viewers to get their, uh, I'm, just for the candidates to get their views out to the viewer. And uh, I'm going to take you up on your open door policy. We'll do a follow-up if you are elected, maybe a year or two into it or whatever we can do the podcast on whatever changes may have taken place well ladies and gentlemen this is uh travis franks he's asking for your vote D um district two please jury his number is 60 on the ballot there this is a series of interviews we'll be doing with all of the candidates from police jury to the sheriff's uh candidates to the representatives and so on and so forth so i thank you for watching this is another edition of the other side I wanna be like you I wanna be like you